Welcome back to Overdue. Um, this is Watts, your Annex librarian. And I'm Coach Hill, your main building librarian. In today's episode, we're a day late and a dollar short. Catching up on our reading. I just read In the Same Boat by Holly Green. Um, I think last time you had kind of more information about yours than I did. I had, I, I had started. Yes. I was a I few had, pages in. Yes. I had not started at all. The only thing I knew is that it was a YA adventure novel about a canoe race. So this was a YA adventure novel about a canoe race. No. <laughs> um, so it's set in Texas on like this Texas River Odyssey, 265 mile uh, race. And the main character, her name is Sadie. Um, she's in high school and it opens up with her racing with her dad. So a two man canoe and they're going through this. And so this race, uh, their entire, it's a part of their family, really. Her grandparents have done it. Her parents have done it. Her brother has done it. So it just, it's important to them. It means a lot to them. And not just to do it, but to finish it and finish it well, like to do really well. Um, so she is canoeing with her dad and they hit, they hit a spot where she goes under and cracks a rib and, um, her dad is trying to keep going, keep going. And then her mom, so they have these checkpoints. And so her mom is at the checkpoint and, uh, sees her and like, there's blood just coming out of her shirt and, um, scrapes on her face. And, um, and so they end up like not finishing the race, going to the hospital and getting her tended to. And so this is, is kind of what the book is built around. So for the rest of the book, Sadie is, uh, gearing up for the next year and the next race to kind of prove herself to her dad. There's just this tension that is resting between them um, because he's mad that they didn't finish. And, uh, and she feels that weight. Um, she's not blind to it. And so uh, the next year comes and she's going to uh, canoe with her brother Tanner. And um, um, I'll kind of to speed things up. Tanner ends up agreeing to race with, some friends of theirs at like the, the night before the race. And so Sadie is left to canoe the race with, um, this boy Coley and they were friends up until they were six years old, best friends. And, uh, some kind, some kind of conflict happened between them to make the friendship fall apart. Um, and so they haven't spoken for six or seven years. They're kind of enemies now. And now they're going through into this race together with this hatred, but this will, because his, his dad um, won't pay his college tuition unless he finishes the race because it's important to their family too. There's also like a family drama around it, but um, basically it centers on these two in the boat for most of the novel. And it was good. It was, I was going to ask you, did you like it? I did like it. It was a little bit that like for me, it was a lot of time spent just like building the tension between them in the boat. And I, I lost interest there for a few minutes, but then once they started, I guess, addressing the conflict and really fighting, it kind of started to resolve. Okay. It just started building after that. So I did enjoy it. It was good. good. And I haven't read anything like that in a while. Yeah, It sounds pretty unique. Yeah. I, well, I just don't read like realistic adventure sure, stuff sure. very frequently. So I feel like that was more long winded than I usually am. 
but it's not um, a bad thing necessarily. No, it's not. I tried to go into it with your like. I was like, how would John do this? He thinks <laughs> as he talks. So yes, that was my book. It's called In the Same Boat. Holly Green. It's YA. It does have adventure. It's a little bit of romance, but it's a lot more like being outdoors in the in the canoe. Yeah. Kind of the things they face. There's alligators. There's like just exciting different cool. things. So anyway, tell me about your book. Um, I read. Alatsoe by Darcy Little Badger. It's a VSBA finalist this year. Um, Alatsoe is about Ellie, which is short for Alatsoe. That's okay. her her real name, um, her Native American name. Um, the book opens with with us learning that she has the ability to um, summon ghosts. Is not the right phrase, but for example, she has a dog uh, that has passed away, but she still has that dog. Because she has the ability to uh, have it continue living as a ghost, essentially. Um, is that like her ability to have it continue living? It's something that living, runs... Or is it just her ability to like interact with the ghost? Is it, say it again? Is it her ability to like for the ghost to continue living? Or for the dog to continue living as a ghost? Or does she just have the ability to like interact with it? She has the ability to do both, okay. I guess. Gotcha. Um, you know, she can... She has taught the dog when to appear to other people oh, and not cool. appear. And um, she just has the ability kind of to go between both worlds, essentially. Nice. Um, and there's other types of magic in the book. But uh, so with this dog, um, in the beginning of the book, the dog is acting a little bit weird. And, and we learn that the dog only does that or has only done that when something tragic has happened. And sure enough, um, Ellie's cousin has passed away in a car wreck. Um and then that night in her dream, uh, her cousin visits her and says, uh, I was killed by this man from this town oh, in wow. Texas. Protect my family or don't let him hurt my family or something like that. Um, and so the book goes with the book transitions from or transitions to her and her family going down to to her cousin's hometown and kind of trying to figure out what goes on her her ability to to go between both worlds plays a large part in the story. Um, another thing that's interesting about this story is the town that this man is from um, exists, but it kind of also doesn't exist. And I won't elaborate on that anymore because you kind of have to read to find out. Um, there's just some weird stuff going on in this town that this man is from. He's a very high profile man. Everyone knows him. Everyone knows about him. Um, it's the book has, like I said, she, you know, there's different types of fantasy elements. There's this ability that Ellie has to go between both worlds. Um, there's the ability to travel through, I believe they're called fairy rings where like, essentially there's just, it's almost like a, and they're like, they're like hubs that everyone knows about. You can oh, just cool. like walk through a ring and show up somewhere else, but not everybody can do that. It reminds me of Harry Potter. Some people can like summon light in their hands. Um, there's vampires, it's cool. yeah. It, it, there's a lot of different elements to it, but it doesn't. It's not so much that it makes it um, too much. It's yeah. just part of their world. Yeah. Um, well, I'm honestly like just very interested listening to you yeah, talk about and, it. it and so the very point unique. of the story is to to find this man, um, f find out uh, what he did and why he did it, and mm -hmm. and try to resolve it. Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like protect that girl's family too. Yes. And that's kind of the point. And then, yeah. you know, because of just this understood way of the world in this book, you know, when she has that dream where her cousin speaks to her, everyone just kind of accepts it, that that's oh, truth. Cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I, am. I read it very quickly. Awesome. Uh, 
we recorded on a Tuesday last time, and mm-hmm. I think by Thursday night or Friday morning, I was done. Wow. And so because of that, I also read uh, The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. Oh, great. Uh, and this is a must read. Really? This is a must read. Okay. Are you, um, you going to tell me about it? Or is, it, yeah, is, it, I is will. that all you're going to say? I will. I finished it yesterday morning. Um, so this book, there's a woman named Hannah, and Hannah is married to Owen, and Owen has a daughter, a 16-year-old girl named Bailey. Um, so Hannah's kind of the stepmom and Bailey is very stereotypically 16, especially with kind of a new woman in her life. And mm-hmm. Bailey never really knew her mom cause she passed away when she was super young in a car accident or something. Um, and so very early on in the book, uh, just some random girl shows up at, at Hannah's door, uh, with a note from Owen that just says protect her. And then Bailey gets home from school. She also has a note from her dad saying something to the effect of, um, I'm sorry, you know what really matters to me. And she also has a bag of $650,000 cash. Um, and so it turns out that Owen is part of this kind of startup tech company um, and they're being investigated for fraud. Um, and Owen is on the run, but not necessarily for the reasons that you think he's on the run. Um, and so this book is about Hannah and Bailey, um, working through their differences maybe, mm-hmm. or, uh, and, and trying to find out where Owen is wow. uh, and why all of this is, is happening the way that it's happening instead of him. Just if, you know, if he's innocent, why didn't he just, you know, stick around and yeah. prove his innocence? Uh, if he's guilty, why didn't he just take the punishment? Uh-huh. Um, why did he feel the need to? take off. And there's obviously a whole story about that reason why he felt the need to take off. Wow. It sounds awesome. Uh, and it was, intense. it does sound like two great books. Yeah. I, I, yes. So actually after I finished a lot, I grabbed another book uh-huh. uh, and I started reading it and it just, I just wasn't in the mood for it. it yeah. It's not necessarily that it was bad. I just, it just wasn't in the mood for it at uh-huh. that time. And so then I transitioned to the last thing he told me by Lori Dave. And I'm glad that I did Awesome, because it was awesome. It's the best book that I've read in, in a couple of months. Great. Uh, it was really, really good. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a must read. Okay. It's a must read. The I feel like, I feel like you're about to like push it across the table to me. Uh, Elatsaway is also really, really good. I'm yeah. not trying to downplay Elatsaway by any means. I, like I said, I ran through that book. Yeah. Um, they're both really good. You know, one's YA, one's not. They're very similar in the sense that, you know, Elatsaway has a lot of fantasy elements and the last thing he told me does not. Mm-hmm. But they're both similar in that they're kind of this mystery thriller, like yeah. something's happened and they're trying to find out why. There's mm-hmm. the family element in both of them. I so like unintentionally, I, you know, I kind of read two mysteries. Yeah, two similar books. Um, cool. And they were both in different ways, uh, really, really good. But the last thing he told me uh, for sure uh, is a must read. Awesome. It's a must read. I've already bought a copy and sent it to my mom uh, in return for when she sent me the the little Paris bookshop yes. uh, by Nina George. So. Uh, we'll we'll take a break here. We'll listen to a book preview from from a White House high school student, and then we'll finish up today with what we're reading next. Hi, this is Skylar Lightco, and I'll be reading "One of Us Is Lying" by Karen McManus. This story is about five high school students that walk in detention, but only four walk out. Now everyone is trying to figure out what happened to Simon Kelly here. I'll be reading a section in Chapter Seven by one of the suspects, Addie Prentice. Detective Wheeler turns the laptop so it's facing me. I'm not sure what I'm looking at, but it seems like a blog with the About That logo front and center. I give her a questioning look, and she says, This is the admin panel Simon used to manage content for About That. The text below last Monday's date stamps are his latest posts. 
I lean forward and start to read. First time this app has ever featured good girl BR, possessor of school's most perfect academic record. Except she didn't get that A in chemistry through plain old hard work. Unless that's how you define stealing tests from Mr. C's Google Drive. Someone call Yale. On the opposite end of the spectrum, our favorite criminal NM's back to doing what he does best, making sure the entire school is as high as it wants to be. Pretty sure that's a probation violation there, N. MLB plus CC equals a whole lot of green next June, right? Seems inevitable Bayview Southpaw will make a splash in the major leagues, but don't they have some pretty strict anti-juicing rules? Because CC's performance was most definitely enhanced during showcase season. AP and JR are the perfect couple, homecoming princess and star running back and left for three years straight, except for the intimate detour A took over the summer with TF at his beach house. Even more awkward now that the guys are best friends. Think they compare notes? I can't breathe. It's out there for everyone to see. How? Simon's dead. He couldn't have published this. Has someone taken over for him? The Tumblr post. But it doesn't even matter. The how, the why, the when. All that matters is that it is. Jake will see it if he hasn't already. All the things I read before I got to my initials that shocked me as I realized who they were about and what they meant fall out of my brain. Nothing exists except my stupid, horrible mistake in black and white on the screen for the whole world to read. Jake will know, and will never forgive me. I'm almost folded in half with my head on the table and can't make out Detective Wheeler's words at first. Then some start breaking through. If you tell us what happened, Addy, we can help you. Only one phrase sinks in. Is this not published? It was queued up the day Simon died, but he never got the chance to post it, Detective Wheeler says calmly. Salvation. Jake hasn't seen this. Nobody has, except this police officer, and maybe other police officers. What I'm focused on and what she's focused on are two completely different things. Detective Wheeler leans forward and her lips stretched in a smile that doesn't reach her eyes. You may have already recognized the initials, but those other stories were about Bronwyn Roja, Nate McCauley, and Cooper Clay, the four of you who were in the room when Simon died. That's a weird coincidence, I manage. Isn't it? Detective Wheeler agrees. Okay, so finishing up here, what we're going to read next. So I was just walking around and I I was trying to find something that I felt like I should have read before and I haven't read. That's a good idea. Um, I don't know why. It's just what I felt like doing. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, I grabbed The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams, kind of a classic sci-fi um, I've just never read it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hear it. You hear it a lot. You hear about it a lot. You hear about the number 42 and Mm -hmm. this and that. And I've just never read it. I see a bookmark in your pages. Does that mean you've started? I've started. uh, But I won't talk about it yet because nothing's really, really happened yet. So, um, but it's, it's sci-fi. It's, it's kind of funny a little bit. Yeah. uh, Intentionally. I like that. Um, So I think it'll be pretty cool, but I'm reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. What about you? Okay, so we were putting together our Wakelet for March that has all our new books on it. So if you're listening and you haven't gone to Wakelet, you need to go to Wakelet and see what we've got coming into the library. Um, But one that you just recently added caught my eye. It's called A Hunter Gathers Guide to the 21st Century. So honestly, when I saw it, I was like, okay, so is it like literally a hunter and gatherer like in this day and age just kind of help? Like someone living off the grid? Yeah, I was just like, wondering what does that mean and then i started looking it up and it's more like i think more like about the evolution it is and of our society and 
honestly, I started looking at the authors. It's by Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying. Um, and they were talking about how our society has gotten away from just this, not tribal, I'm, I'm not getting the right word, but just this community um, essence of, of like what it's what we're designed for and how we're getting away from that with technology and I'm sure different things. So it kind of, I was intrigued by them and then by the topic. So, but the last nonfiction book I got was a struggle, like for me to finish. So I also picked up a fantasy novel. Um, not that I plan on quitting that book, just but just case. like to well, I just help talked, me. I get, mean, I just started a book and yeah, moved on from it. Just I just wasn't in the mood like, for it. To yeah. take breaks or just have something different. So this one has been checked out a few times by our students. It's called Four Dead Queens by Astrid uh, Schulte or Schult. Um, I don't know a lot about it. It looks like kind of like a series in one. Okay. Like to me, just like a a, a really big narrative that probably could have been spread out, mm-hmm. but is not, which I'm kind of excited about. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't like committing to a, a series, but um, just from the cover, it says it's one big lie, two forbidden romances, three days to catch killer. So it's mystery, which yeah. is something I was kind of looking for after the adventure uh, YA novel. But um, I'm interested and excited about both of them. And on, but honestly, I'm, I'm intrigued about what you just you talked just about too. Yeah. So you should just read it. Um, maybe, maybe we do a spring, we break, have a spring coming break coming up. That'll be perfect. It's just really good. That'll be perfect. It's just really good. It'll be really good. Yeah. Well, it's time for us to check out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at BDP underscore library. Check out our YouTube channel, BDP Library, for book talks and blogs, and share us with a friend. And with the exception of today, check back with us every other Wednesday (laughs) for the next episode of Overdue. Make time to read. Thanks for listening.